Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. Uh, it is Snowmageddon 2. Yeah. The Awakening. Or whatever. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> uh, we got 30 degree weather right now with some freezing rain, which mm-hmm. means that the entire infrastructure of Texas is going to collapse right now. <laughs> it, it could. You know, um, that, that is, this, we're coming up on the year anniversary of Snowmageddon. Yeah. Uh, last year we had not just did it snow, but it kind of stayed in like the one to 10 degree mark for like a week. And yeah. A lot of people, one, don't know how to, one, they're, well, a lot of power was out. Yep. A lot of things that, but then there are some people who just don't understand like how to own a house in the cold, yeah. especially in Texas that may not be as well insulated as in other parts of the country because, yep. you know, they didn't think that it would be one degree here. <laughs> yeah. Um, they don't realize like you should drip your pipes. They don't realize, you know, there's a lot of things that homeowners don't know and they find out the hard way. Yes. But last year was also really bad because like the power was out like they lied the grip they said like before it was even gonna happen they're like this could be some rolling blackout so it'd be and there were people who were out power for like four or five days tons of right. people died actually oh yeah yeah it was actually like... possibly one of the worst things that ever happened in texas in probably years yeah um, i mean i would say like the, the um i mean the obvious one would be that that hurricane that hit houston was a big one but this was like statewide though yeah like you're talking about one isolated area with the hurricane but this was state yeah that used to look bad because that one um revealed how like unregulated like building codes are in uh houston and a lot of like low lands like places that should not have basically should not have property on it yeah (laughs) like they should not be building on it because it's on low lands and floodplains and well, that was the that was the irony in Florida when when I lived in Florida is that multimillionaires would buy beachfront property, and nobody would insure it. So the state had a private fund, like a quasi public private public fund, and everyone would chip in to subsidize these millionaires' insurance premiums. It was it was just like oh, that's so nice. So what a way to participate! You know, <laughs> they do that so you feel like you're 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 part of the wealth. You yeah <laughs> and then they Listen, would fence man, off their beaches about you guys you know <laughs> they, would, they would fence off their beaches so it was, yeah <laughs> it's like a win-win well that's a, you know they they wanted to tell you how much they appreciate what you've done for them by right. uh you know building you a sure nice that, fence <laughs> what building you a nice fence <laughs> yeah we're building you a beautiful fence so you can just imagine what it's like behind there yeah. uh i think that was the plot to the anime attack on titan <laughs> Might be, might be the plot. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, but it is uh, also today's date is February second. Yeah, it's the second month, of the second day uh-huh. of 2022. Yeah, and in 20 days, it'll be 02 22 22. Yes, and it'll be on a Tuesday. So right, a lot of twos. Oh uh, yes. I think that's going to be like a big uh, taco day. It's like a, a taco. very confusing day for Two-Face. 
Two Face has no idea what to do that day. Yes. No. It'll be, yeah. It's uh, it's it's Groundhog's Day today. Yeah, it was Groundhog's Day today. Yeah. Uh, I think the didn't the Groundhog die? I have oh, no God, idea. This cat is. I know. I hear your cat. Shut up! Shut up, buddy! Oh, wow. <laughs> poor poor uh, yeah. buddy. Buddy's getting removed from the home studio. <laughs> What? Buddy is getting removed from the home studio. He's not in it. He's trying to break in. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, what was I say? Oh, yeah. So what are we talking about, Joseph? Well, we, we got um we got a decent amount of topics. We got we got a decent number of topics. We got uh the new book of Boba Fett came out. Yeah. Um, which is the the confusingly titled Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, we'll get into uh, that. We'll talk. We'll talk a little bit about um, what we can expect from uh, Republican government uh, response to snowstorms and other yep. stuff like that. Uh, we're gonna talk about Spotify. Talk about Spotify a little bit. Um, talk about th- this is kind of an interesting one. That the, there's a bunch of new laws uh, and policies being kind of put forth to regulate teachers even more, um, which is resulting in you know, books being banned and lesson plans being examined. And it's, it's, and a, it's creating kind done of done specifically by anti CRT people, anti like, yeah, these are the, you better have prayer in school. Yeah. There, this there is the was... typical, these are the typical uh, people that do pull this shit. Right. And they just feel like they're more emboldened more than ever. I will say that ninety five percent of it's the the usual suspects, like right wing maga chuds. Um, there is kind of like an interesting thing where um, uh, there is some like some progressive movement on this end too. Uh, I'll talk about that when we when we talk about this topic because there's an interesting thing there too. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, Trump ramping up God, his the chat. <laughs> Go away, buddy. Trump. <laughs> yeah. Trump ramping up his threats to democracy, which is really it's getting it's a really little, interesting uh, that he's doing these rallies. But like, I wonder if he's like he, you know, he gave this. Conf- we'll get into you know we'll just talk about it yeah. later. What else are we talking about? Um, the two the two weirdest stories I've seen uh, in a while are are one is a, a butterfly conservatory near Houston is shutting down indefinitely because some lunatic right-wing chud politician from Virginia showed up there demanding to inspect the Butterfly Conservatory because she thought they were involved in some sort of sex trafficking ring. These people are, they got some real sex, like issues with sex. These Unhinged. People. I mean, this is like, it, it's like a amped up satanic panic I, yeah, I that's all that is. But it's again, it's like the pizza gate shit. Yeah. Uh, but supposedly, we'll get into it. But supposedly, this has been going on since 2019. Unreal. I guess, I guess the pizza gate just took all the. Oh, fuck. I mean, pizza gate's old already. I mean, that's like 2016, 2016. Yeah, that's a while ago. Yeah. And then the 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 other story is Mark Meadows, who is a um Trump's former chief of what? staff. 
And a big, big, longtime Republican, like hard right winger. He was the guy who like really grilled Hillary Clinton during the Benghazi stuff. And he's, he's uh, the guy right now. Currently, he's famous for like basically being the guy who was instructed to run the uh, 2000, the basically January 6th. Yeah. Domestic terrorist yes. in our nation's capital. He, he was, he's like, just a shitty person. But a while ago, I guess he he. He legit believes the Earth is only six thousand years old. Uh, most, yeah, majority of uh, like, what's the what are they call like creationists or um, no? But what, what's the religion? It, the Christianity, the form it starts with an E. I always screw evangelicals. Yeah, and it's all a, that Episcopalian. I don't know. Like they just, believe just that shit. Doing some back of the cocktail napkin math should lead you to believe the earth is a little older than six seven thousand years old i mean that doesn't make any sense like Uh, uh, yeah like i mean i we have like (laughs) i don't even know i don't even know what to say about that anyway he 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 also thinks dinosaurs are like hoaxes or something no he, he he thought dinosaurs were only a couple thousand years old and that they all died in the flood so he and his nine-year-old daughter concocted a plan to dig up fake they they found like a a stegosaurus or something and then they buried it reburied it and Mm -hmm. then then discovered it on film for a documentary and then somehow through scripture proved that the stegosaurus drowned (laughs) Uh, yeah and this is this guy was like in charge of a it's lot crazy of how yeah, millions of species of like dinosaurs or whatever didn't make it on the ark because no it was like eh, fucking going near that like thing. a boat a f- uh, i don't have room for t-rexes on here right so come on um, now come on now so anyway that's that's the um that's that, that we're talking about mark meadows and that's that's kind of our topic list right all right cool so yeah. um Let's get into the book of Grogu. Yeah, this was, look, I loved this episode. I thought it was great. Er, earlier today, I saw a tweet of yours where you were like, what they did with Luke was amazing. I said it was absolutely, it was insane. insane I didn't mean right. it was negative. I was, like, I was like, spoiler, I don't care if it's a spoiler, because just mentioning that Luke's in the episode is a spoiler in itself. Sure. Because Luke is, uh, would be younger. Yep. And uh, Mark Hamill is like 70 or something like that or bordering on it. And uh, last we saw him play him, uh, he died. Uh, he turned into a little ghost. Uh, yeah. He turned into like a hologram and then it made him go poof. Uh, but we saw him once recently in the season finale of Mandalorian. Yes. Where he was the basically the Jedi that got the signal from Grogu or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, honestly, I never thought we would ever really see Luke again. I figured this was like, okay. Yeah, me neither. Thing. It looked okay. It looked really stiff. But then Luke shows up in this episode. Spoilers for yep. Book of Boba Fett. Or episode like 6. Or Mandalorian season Ugh. 2.5. Right. Uh, that, or, you know, it started with episode 5 last week, where it was basically a Mandalorian episode, very Mandalorian-heavy yeah. episode. Uh, uh, and then this episode with Rogu, I honestly did not think that they were going to show Grogu. I didn't think they were going to yeah. do this. I thought they were going to save that for Mandalorian Season 3. 
Me too. We kind of talked about that last week. Our theory was we got the one week with Mandalorian, and then it would go, and then like we wouldn't see. You know, he says to Fennec Shan after she asked him to do the job, he's like, "I got to go see a little little friend or something." Yeah. He's holding that little like kerchief thing with the tide that looked like ears. Um, yeah. And we were like, "Oh, maybe they'll save that for like the Mandalorian, and we'll just see him in this episode." Right. And, I don't know, but no, they well the big episode begins with uh, Timothy Alphonse, is that his name? Yeah, uh, as the marshal. Yes. He was the guy who this is like kind of like a fake out when Mandalorian is told there's another Mandalorian in like right, town right. or whatever, and then this tall skinny dude comes in with awkwardly wearing Boba Fett's armor, and yeah. we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> right, right, and. That was a cool episode with the dragon, everything. Yeah. And he ends up giving the armor to Mandalorian. We probably we assumed we'd see this guy again, but they the episode begins with him uh confronting the pikes. Yes. So at least they're like, okay, this is still part of that storyline with, with Boba Fett. And then after that scene, he confronts them, whatever, and you see the spice from Dune. The, right. The, uh, what, what's it called then, Dune? It Melage. Or a spice. Right? Spice or melange. Or, yeah. uh, sandworm poop. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and uh you see it like fall out. Like the pike say that like what's in the boxes costs more than worth more than the entire town. town. Yeah. Um it cuts to Mando uh riding his cool uh modified Naboo speeder. Mm-hmm. And he's I guess he he got the coordinates to the planet that yeah what was was that yavin four was that where the where was luke's i don't uh, know but it is the temple i don't know it see there's this whole theory that people have they think that like there's these nerds that think that like they're just desperate to think that like disney's just gonna like ignore seven through nine and anything uh, happened at seven through nine is just gonna be like this thing they're gonna forget about and no. And I, I mean, I don't think they will, but I think they'll just focus on this. But man, like, because they're building like these Mandalorian shows up and mm-hmm. Dijon, Dijon, right? Yeah, Dijon. And you see R2D2. And you're like, oh, we're going to see R2D2. We're going to see Luke and Grogu probably. Yeah. But he, like, R2 won't tell him where he is or something, and R2 shuts down. Yeah. A lot of robots shutting down, droids shutting down themselves. Yeah, around the, <laughs> That's true. This show. Um, yeah, it's so awesome, too. It's like these weird spider droids that are just building this temple yeah. or whatever. Uh, they build them a little bed to lay down and wait. <laughs> <laughs> they build them a couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then the next scene, we see Luke training Grogu. Like, holy shit. Let me tell you. The effects now, I think they hired people that like really specialized in this. Okay. There were a couple of wonky scenes, sure. a little bit, a little bit, not that bad. My God. They made young Luke, who I'm assuming Mark Hamill does the voice for still. Yeah, the um, voice, the voice seemed different than the, the body, but like not in a terrible way. The body, it's funny, is they they, they have a stand-in who mm-hmm. basically is the body, and then they do the deep fake face right. with Mark, a younger Mark Hamill. Um, that actor actually was in the last episode of Mandalorian. He was the other X-Wing pilot. 
Oh, okay. I guess he's just got a similar structure and everything like that. There's always been like people like, they should hire Sebastian Stan to be Luke. I'm like, no, they shouldn't. Because then everybody would just think it's this guy who plays Winter Soldier. Like, yeah. He's taller than him. Me kind of like a little bit, like a little bit looks like him. I wouldn't have a problem if they had done that. But this look, this deep fake. This is crazy. This was like, this was. This makes Rogue One look anti- antiquated. Like yeah. the, I mean, I didn't think what's his face looked bad, but I think it's like he was easy to pull off because he had lots of wrinkles. About Tarkin. Yeah, I I did not like that. I thought that looked very odd. I'll have to rewatch it and see. I you know it's funny, I couldn't sleep through the night, so I put on Rogue One and knocked me right out. <laughs> really? I it, like it always Rogue works. One. Yeah. I never could stay up watching. I'm like, it usually puts me to sleep. Mm. Um but the Leia in the end was atrocious. Yeah. The deep fake Leia, it just did not work. Yeah. But then they did it with Luke in, like I said, in the Mando season two. And it looked okay. It was like stiff and it was like, it felt like they were very limited in what they could do with him, mm-hmm. like as a character. Like they showed him like destroying all the robots from the back. And yeah, like, are they, how are they going to do this? Like, how are they going to really do, like, and I know Mark Hamill, he killed, he, he's, like he works and like that, but I know he'll be cool and he'll do whatever he can to keep this character. Like he'll do the voice or whatever they need to do for him to like bring this to life. Yeah. But I was just did not think that they had the effects or it's something they really wanted to do. This episode, he was a full fledged character this time. Oh yeah, he was interacting with other characters. He was like, it was, it was like it was surreal watching. It, it. was. It. I kept looking for things to complain about. And I could eat them. Eat it was the mannerisms. Really, yeah. I was blown away by it because, like you know, in the season finale, they kind of obscured him with a cloak. Yes, it's kind of darker the way it's lit. And this, he's outdoors. It's bright out. Yeah, he's not wearing a cloak. He's fully. He's talking. He's having conversations with other characters. He's training Grogu. Yeah, and it's just crazy, like how well it, it was, like scary how well it looked. It really was. Uh, it was real well done. Um, I loved it. I thought I thought that was it real. Opens good. the door for all kinds of weird shit, though, because it's like, yeah. what is Disney gonna be like? You know, because at some point, like you know, everyone says like Paul Rudd looks young, but like, come on, really? I mean, like he doesn't look. He's young looking, but he's not. At some point, when he gets to, like five, ten more years, that he ain't gonna be able to look like. Right, man. Were they gonna like just deep fake these actors like at some point, you know, instead of recasting them? Like, because you know, the thing about Ant Man and Iron Man, all that, these are comic characters that have been around for like 50 to 60 years already. And these characters don't age in the comics, but when you you make a Marvel universe, real people age, and after like 10 years, yeah, it, it will start making a noticeable difference on people. Or if like one of the actors is like uh, shows up at an anti-vax rally, what? <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, I mean she always was an anti-vaxxer and stuff like that. But like this, yeah, she showed up to that Robert Kennedy, that crazy one in DC. Uh, he's a lunatic. Now, come on, you know they have to be like, oh come on, <laughs> you know, like like Kevin Feige's like, oh no, yeah, come on, be cool. <laughs> oh bro shut the fuck up well you get vaccinated it's fine but don't go to the goddamn rally you stupid yeah, fuck that's just that's so good um mm. so back to luke 
it just opened there's that rumor that like and maybe this was the rumors that luke was back in this episode but there was that rumor that like han solo is going to show up i think at this point i don't feel like i mean who knows he could i don't expect it to happen i really don't believe harrison ford would come back and do it i think he has like he specifically did one more star wars movie and he yeah. told them they have to kill me i'm not gonna do like yeah he literally told them he did show up again for, as like a weird ghost in yeah. Rise of Skywalker, even though like like Kylo's conscience or something. Right. I don't, I don't know. I I I don't I don't know. I mean, I I don't necessarily think Han. Han it's weird. Like I the Han Solo character is like probably my favorite character of all of Star Wars. You know, it's like the cool character I I wanted to be as a young kid or whatever. But like where Star Wars went, there's not like a ton of room for the Han Solo character. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know what he would. Uh, do. They brought him back in Force Awakens. I love that, and he was just back to being like a dirtbag with his like yeah buddy. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's, they I think still they like running that. schemes and shit. Like, yeah, like like he didn't learn anything or something. He just fell back to his old ways, and Chewbacca's along for the ride, and yeah. Uh, but like the, it, the seeing Luke is interesting because it's like you know we see him in the movies and we only get a glimpse of him as a full-fledged Jedi in Return until he defeats his dad. So we were like, okay, where does this go from here? And we never got to see that because he just never right. made those movies. It, you know, they told Mark Hamill that they were plans to make more. They just didn't do them, and then they did the. Then like too many years passed. Right. To really do it right with, with having them, like, you know, they didn't do it five years later or anything like that. They, And then the prequels came out and then the, you know, the new movies came out, but they didn't. I, don't, I feel like they fucked that one up. They wanted to, like, keep Luke hidden in the first movie. So yeah. you, didn't get, like, you didn't get, like, a reunion scene or anything like that. You didn't get to see the whole gang together ever. Never. No. Never shot together. Um, and... So it's crazy seeing it like this, but it, it, it's like, it's not real. Like, no, it's not real anyway, because it's a whole movie, but like, it's just bizarre that like, they were able to like, like, I don't, I mean, they're doing this on a show too. They're not even yeah. doing this. I mean, they've done it in <laughs> movies a bit, but like, just doing this on a, on a fucking Disney plus streaming show. No, like these shows aren't cheap. I mean, Man, they look so good. I mean, that first season yeah. of Mandalorian, like, yeah, there was some episode, like the pilot was the worst was short, one. Yeah. Still looked good though, but like you it was felt limited. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Watching a, something a little more lower budget. But man, that second season, it was like, especially that first episode with the crate dragon. Do you remember yeah. the Jawas? They like modified yeah. the sand they had the skull giant dragon head on it. <laughs> that was, yeah, awesome. that was sick looking. Uh <laughs> but to see, like, it's just crazy to see it like that. And he's training Grogu. I didn't think we would ever see that. I just figured, no. okay, this is going to be some, like, shit off to the side. And we're just going to have to, uh, yeah, sure, Luke's training Grogu. One day we'll see Grogu and Luke won't be in the picture. But no, Luke's in the picture. Yeah. He's in the entire, he's literally, like, in the most of the episode. He's... Well, like I love when he's talking to Grogu and he's telling him about like his he's talking about attachments, but I think he was also bringing up the fact that like you know a short time uh for him is a full life for yeah. someone else because Grogu's even though he's like a little baby, it's like 50. Or a little toddler, he's older than Luke. Probably older, yeah. He's you know? he's the same age. No, they fit 
he would be the same age if Darth Vader was alive still after yeah. Return of the Jedi. They, they basically, yeah, like they kind of equal out in age. Remember they showed like what well, Luke brings up a good point and says that like it's not like he's training Grogu. It's like it's like something happened to Grogu and his brain like right. he has like distress or something, so it made him forget everything. Yeah, so PTSD he, or something. Yeah, he uh, he's like, no, I'm make, if anything, I'm helping him remember. Um, it's interesting because in the first season, like they show Grogu doing like more Jedi shit. Yeah, that is and, true. And uh, he would always, I love it. He would like tuck her out after. He'd, like, pass out. <laughs> yeah. He's, like so cute. But then, like in the second season, he really doesn't do any Jedi stuff. He only like steals a kid's cookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> they, I think they just didn't want to make him like a Dusek Machina type character all the time. Right. Like, but and then. I don't know, but the, like, just, I love when he's talking about Yoda. He's telling him about him and like how he, yeah. he reminds him of him. I love the whole like when he's carrying him around in the basket, yep. like the way he carried Yoda. Man, I just have a hard time. That Grogu character is like, it's too adorable to like. It really it. is. Like when he when he gets sad and Luke puts his hand on Grogu's head to help him remember, and his little ears go down. It's just like it's heart melting. <laughs> the, the scene with him though, like. Man, let me tell you, they showed one scene, though, I think everyone would have lost their shit. Hmm. So when Grogu's having, because they, they explained in the second season that Grogu was at the Jedi Temple when Anakin yeah. and the clones, right. basically, and I guess he was hidden, protected in some way. Um, and I, I think it, he was put in, like, some weird coma or something. And it, it remember, he was, be. like, in that little pod when yeah you know, andalorian finds him little egg, the yeah. bounty. what the little egg yeah the like i think that when that opened up like that might have been the first time grogu was like up in years like oh could be oh that's my my favorite yeah. theory, uh which you can uh join my patreon <laughs> i just make up shit right and uh you you pay me for it well i think i i do like that theory um but it like, is... well, hold on. so they show Grogu and he's like, oh, in panic, and the, you see the clone troopers killing Jedi. If they had Anakin show up in that scene, oh yeah, that would have been sick. There's a scene where um, uh, the uh, the Twilight Jedi, um, yeah, Ahsoka, yeah, Ahsoka says like, you're just like your dad to Luke, and I was like, seems like an odd. Maybe maybe too soon to say. I don't know. It seemed like an odd comment. Ahsoka shows up in this episode also. Yep. Yeah. Um, to kind of tell him, like to kind of distract me. The whole thing is like Mandalorian, it, he goes there, but they're like, you can't go. You, you can't like, you can't see uh, Grogu. You can't right. see, like the whole point is be able to like, and that, I mean, that's the whole thing too. I know you said that too. Like Luke has his friends and stuff like that yeah. from the movies. But I, it, my theory is, remember, this is five years later. Because you said, like, what the hell? He's telling Grogu, you have to make a choice. But, like, he's friends with Han and all that. Yeah. But he might not be friends with them really anymore. He's living on this planet. He's trying to create a temple. He probably realized, like, the only way to be a proper Jedi is, like, I have to kind of, like, sorry, guys. I'll see you when, I'll see you at the reunion, yeah. you know? And I, I thought about that because I, I, I texted you as I watched the show. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like. Luke has tons of friends and he's telling Grogu he can't hang out with Mando. Um, well, but then, I think that's what they're saying though, is that like, 
because this is five years later and Luke's probably yeah. not dealing with them anymore. He's probably not like, probably doesn't really associate with them as much. You know, he's doing this thing. He's trying to bring back the Jedi, uh, probably to bring back the Jedis. And Yoda says that to him basically in Empire, like when he senses his friends are in danger on Bespin, Yoda's like, you, you can't go. Like this is right. how the dark side will take you. Like these attachments are what like, which, you know, always brought up the flaw they talk about in the clones. Uh, I mean, in the prequels is like how kind of cold it is. Like they take yeah. these kids at like three years old. That's why like Yoda's like, he's too old. Like even Anakin, who was like nine in the first movies like that, he was even considered too old. Like right. they get these kids as like little, like two, three years old. They put them in the, they, they like have any Jedi and they, they basically keep them with, it's like a weird religion. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's exactly what it is. Well, and Luke did say in the more recent movies that he really fucked things up with his Jedi training school, you know, and maybe that was one of the things that he fucked up, you know, is that he he didn't let them form a task. Well, he raised, he trained, he trained Ben Solo, who turns into Kyle Ren. And that's why he goes yeah. into hiding and everything, because like supposedly. Ben, who becomes Kyle Ren and with the Knights of Ren or whatever. Yeah. They destroy the temple and kill everyone. Now the rumor is like, you know, they're like, wait, so you're telling everyone's like, wait, so you're telling me that Kyle Ren killed Grogu? <laughs> but well, I the thought... theory is, is that he wears that vest car on yeah. that little mesh, uh, little mesh shirt. Well, that, that makes perfect car. sense. Because they the Mandalorian said specifically in the last episode, this will this stops a lightsaber. So make my little buddy a shirt out of it. Um, and then, yeah, when Kylo Ren freaks out on all the other uh, Jedi uh, train, training kids, the if he's wearing that Beskar t-shirt, he should be fine. Yeah, let's get the yeah. set car. Well, that, it is kind of like we know we're going to see Luke or Grogu, or we get a feeling we'll see Luke or Grogu again, because at the end of this episode, Luke basically says to Grogu, you got to make a choice. You can either oh, have face Grogu makes. He's just like, <laughs> I know, right? but they're what? both here. But they're both what? But they're both right here. The shirt and the light. Because yeah, says... he he basically presents him the gift from Mandalorian. Who he gives it to Ahsoka. Gives it to Luke, and then Luke happens to have Yoda's lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, now, for everyone's like, oh, how did you get that? I mean, I'm sure he got it from fucking Dagobah. Right. None of your fucking business how he got it. Don't worry about it. it. You know, they fuck, you know what? They found Luke's lightsaber in the sequel series and they yeah. never explained it. <laughs> and you know what? Good. Yeah. <laughs> that made no fucking sense anyway. But Luke makes gives Grogu a choice. And basically the choice is like, do you want to stay here or do you want to go back to Mando? I just love the way he says it too. He's like, all right, well, we can have these boring ass conversations where you can train <laughs> for years right where i'm gonna torture you with a laser ball and <laughs> shoot your ass that was great when he well it was like the best one he would make grogu hop yeah Remember he was using the force to make him so he'd move quicker <laughs> but then, and then he get, he's like jump the face like jump and he just goes <laughs> yeah he's like come on now i know you can do better than that well, <laughs> the little, but then that ending though, it's like so serious. Like you could sit here and train, or you could go on awesome adventures <laughs> with your space buddy. Who, 
let's see do all kinds of shit and he's probably still got that yeah he's probably still got that shiny ball that you love and And, and he'll ride in that awesome fucking camaro that you're that you're dad has that yeah there's a little that little spot that's made literally for grogan like yeah. he modified it because normally a droid would go there that wouldn't have a dome over it right and he had it so that grogu could sit in it he could um, have a, a, a two foot tall passenger he could have a two- yeah and or luke's like or oh, you can uh you know stay here with me and uh Study be boring as fuck <laughs> and you can do shit except like math all day <laughs> right and, yeah. you know, it's like, hey, you know, you think being Jedi is cool and all, but don't worry, we're going to make it not cool. Yeah, it's basically like the choice, like in a 70s movie between like the boring stepdad accountant or your biological father who has a bitchin' van and listens to Blue Oyster Cult. You know, like, and he's also uh, slightly abusive, but it's okay. Right, yeah, but, but, um, but like... Yeah, yeah so, I don't know what Grogu is going to pick. To be honest with you, I, I don't. I know. Don't, okay, so again, so this episode of Book of Boba Fett, at least Boba Fett's in this episode for two seconds. He has no line. I don't think he has any lines. No, he doesn't open his mouth. Mandalorian finally shows up after basically being told, "Hey, leave this kid alone." Yeah, you know and. Like, I want to see the baby. Yeah. Uh, like, what's his face said in the first season? He keeps like calling him the, the kid. Want to see the no, kid. But what is that, what's that guy's name? That direct, <laughs> that German guy? Yeah. It's like. I want to see the baby. Darth like, Mangala. Like what? Darth Mangala. Darth now, do you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah. The, in the first season, the, the yeah. doctor. I, I what's that what? director's name? Oh, Wer- uh, Werner. Werner uh, Horzog. Werner Horzog. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, so he shows up the Boba Fett's thing, and Boba Fett's like they're in the middle of a meeting, and they're like, "Yeah, we got you and you and everything, but we need a bigger army." And that's when he's like, "I'll go get my Marshall friend who was in the early episode." And uh, I love it. They introduce him to like some red shirt guy, red yeah. being like a Star Trek reference. Where this guy is like his new deputy. He's, like, the, uh, yeah, the deputy. He was basically created just to be uh, murdered. <laughs> so. Basically, the other big thing in this episode was they brought in a huge character from the Clone Wars cartoon that's like really popular. Yeah, who like that series and everything. Cad Bane, who's actually a sick villain, and in that series, um, he helps. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, so mm-hmm. I think all the episodes are on Disney Plus. So, uh, I think in season two is when he first shows up. He basically trains Boba Fett when he's young. Cad Bane's like a higher, like a higher assassin, okay. bounty hunter. Um, he's just a cool looking character. He looks cool. Uh, to, and it's crazy again. You, know, you see these characters that just straight up CGI characters, like we saw that with Ahsoka, and then they bring him into like life, kind of. And mm-hmm. it's just interesting seeing him like that. Um, I thought he was a robot. I thought he was a robot. I think he's, he's an enhanced, alien. but he's yeah. like an alien. Right. Okay. He looks like one of the, there's these aliens in like the cantina in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. He's like They're like green heads with like red eyes or like that. And uh, he looks like one of, I think he's one of them, but like modified. Like he just, sure. you know, he has like those weird, those weird tubes on the side of his head. Yeah. He's just a sick character. So to see him on this is cool. Um, I'm curious though. It's like, okay, so there's that big shootout in the end. Basically tells him that the, you know, 
Everyone's like, did they kill the marshal? I don't think he killed the marshal. I think he just shot him in the shoulder and he obliterated the other guy. Like he yeah. basically did an Ed 209 on that guy. Right. Well, it, it the reason I believe the marshal is still alive is because he shot the fuck out of the deputy. He like shot yeah, him like seven. Yeah, he only shot the marshal once. <clears throat> right. But did it, and he, he did shoot the deputy. Yes. It was, um, it was like the reverse of that Bob Marley song. Yes. I think maybe that was a joke there that they intent they might have done yeah on purpose yeah well it was it was a great kind of like classic western scene and and uh it was good they, it was ambiguous i thought it was not ambiguous as to whether or not the deputy died he died but yeah it was a um, little ambiguous. no i think the marshal's still alive i think the joke too is they make the joke about the armor and he's like yeah i kind of wish i had that yeah now. well but uh then like the next scene we uh we get back to that nightclub and uh, you see the uh, the Twilight uh, Jennifer Beals, yeah, and her other, and uh, these pikes show up, and they do that whole like, "Can we clean your helmet?" Which sounds really bizarre, yeah. <laughs> but really, what they're doing is they're just putting in a bribe in the helmets. Yeah, and they had no interest in that. They basically they left the bomb and blew up the place. So yeah, that was it. That's the end of uh, sexy Jennifer Beals Twilight. Well, it could, I mean, like probably. But like, who knows? Um, my my guess is that at the end of this, you get the idea if the marshal's still alive, this will be the event. Uh, this will be the event, or these will be the events that bring all of Boba Fett's soldiers together. All of a sudden, the people from Freetown will be like, they fucked up our deputies, so we're going to join this fight uh, because the fight's already come to us one way or the other. And some of the people maybe affiliated with the um the twilight bar are going to be like more interested in helping boba fett so i think this is kind of be like a galvanizing moment for that for boba fett's team um yeah and then all we have is one episode left is right? it is it i don't know maybe it's eight i have no idea originally i thought it was only seven maybe it's eight and i don't know I, let me see i hope there's more than one episode because i feel like with all this shit like you had like all this build up for four episodes of Boba Fett, and then he just gets completely pushed to the side yeah. the man- with the Mandalorian, and then with Luke and Grogu. It's it's kind of odd. Like again, I like it. I really like the episodes. They're really good, but like I feel like I'm being kind of shortchanged on the, yeah. the Boba Fett story. Like I would like to see. So I would hope there's two episodes. I looked, there's seven so episodes. Eight all together, which no, I, I just looked at and every everything says seven episodes. So I you know the internet could be wrong, but let's be honest. Well, I hope it's a longer episode because I just feel like there's a lot of stuff left open from yeah, you know, Boba Fett, like you know, did all the Tuscan Raiders that he was with die? Well, did, that's the thing, uh, is like you... survivors, like are, are we gonna see any um of the other bounty hunters that he used to hang out with show up yeah like there's a lot to do in this last episode and there's not a lot of time to do it now they they've done hour-long episodes and i guess if they did a an hour-long episode they could pack it all in but like i don't know i i loved the last two episodes five and six i don't want to knock them because because they're great but they they should have been I don't know. I, I was saying this. Uh, I texted this to you. That show Buffy the Vampire Slayer used to do like a twenty-four episode season, but the real last episode would be like episode twenty-three, and episode twenty-four would be like a one-off <laughs> or a bridge to the next. These yeah. should have been like 
a lot of this shit, like this, a lot of this content, the Mandalorian on Yavin or wherever that training facility was, that could have been like a, a that could have been the last episode. After I almost the, like this is my theory, and this is gonna sound stupid, but like I'm almost thinking like they did some shit so they could fire what's her face from the show. She could add like a contract or something that said like I'm in season three of Mandalorian or some shit. And they fired her ass and they were like, we're just going to call the show Book of Boba Fett this season. Because <laughs> they still have fucking Mandalorian shit in it. And yeah. like, and and they brought back pretty much every character from yeah. Mandalorian except her. I mean, Carl Weathers was in it. But like, I don't, know. I don't know. That's just my theory that maybe there's some legal shit and that's why they... I don't Could know. Be. I, I just think it's odd that they... Like, I love these episodes... And but thing two is like okay so did did Robert Rodriguez direct the first four episodes like all of them or he only like uh well I thought he directed all of them up until five and then Bryce five was Bryce Dallas Howard and this yep. week was uh what's his face the guy who Filoni yeah who directed the uh, Ahsoka episode they say anytime they were like anytime Filoni directs an episode you're gonna see Clone War characters show up so like okay. last time. He did. Um, he directed, and Ahsoka was in that episode, and then, and and then this season, um, he directed, and Cad Bane showed up, and Ahsoka was back, and um, but well, I'll tell you, he Robert Rodriguez did episodes one, three, and he will do seven, and episode oh, okay. episode but, two was by Steph Green, um, who. Geez, I have I've never heard of uh I don't know they, they, the person's done a lot of work, did some work on Luke Cage. Uh did they work on a Mandalorian at all? Um, no. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean it's only like one episode. I hope the episode's longer. I just feel like I'm being like, like, I feel like I'm being shortchanged on the actual Book of Boba Fett show. I feel yeah. like uh yeah as cool as the mandalorian stuff is with grogan on i'm glad i watched it they were really good but as like a story of book of boba fett well i feel like there's something odd going on here they could have easily put some boba fett scenes in these last it didn't have to be yeah, anything major he they shows up had... for like two seconds in this episode he just makes right. a face and he just looks at mando's like hey if I didn't know any better, I would say that the actor, uh, Boba Fett actor, was sick or something. You know, I mean, like that. I haven't heard that. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> like, well, that's oh honestly, yeah. Let's make a digital Luke. <laughs> that's right. Let's not just make a digital Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, um, really, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't know why the guy hasn't been around on him. It's a really bizarre story decision. It frankly. is. I like, mean, like, like I said, if you watch the episodes, if you watch these two episodes together they are awesome if you just forget about the book of Boba Fett completely right and you don't use that in the title card right this is a great these are two of the best episodes that have been made of Star Wars oh yeah out of all the shows this is like two of the best ones and the book of Boba Fett I feel like is kind of suffering from it because it like didn't get a chance to like grow because they did this with Mandalorian and like yeah. now we're just gonna get this one episode and the viewer because these are spread out now if this streamed all at once it wouldn't be that big of a deal right but these episodes come out week after week a lot happens that's seven days so you're talking about yeah. like two months in someone's life 
And by the time they get to that last episode, they're going to be like, well, I haven't seen Boba Fett really in like three weeks. And the story just got totally just like pushed to, it's an odd decision. I think depending on how good, uh, I don't think it'll take away from how good some of the individual episodes were, but as like a story, as like a seven part story, it's, it's a little odd, especially having this, it's almost like they were like, okay, they had this like Mando episode and they showed Grogu and Luke a lot. And then they're like, oh shit. Okay. We'll add like two minutes with the, the nightclub. Yeah getting blown up yeah it is it's just a bizarre and also like you wonder i don't like it almost you almost wonder if like episode seven is going to be as meaningful if it goes back to focusing on book of boba fett like you don't want a show where like the two best episodes of the show have nothing to do with the show you know what i mean like it's just i don't know it's a weird weird dynamic it's a weird it's yeah i think it kind of hurts the character a little bit yeah uh someone brought up a good point like you know like i said a lot of people do not a lot of people did not like boba fett they didn't like they didn't like uh the show i i enjoyed it like i said i could see why some people don't like it and this might this is not theory this is a proven fact yeah i will say the difference between mandalorian and boba fett is mando keeps his helmet on pretty much all the time so like I used to work in licensing and we had like the t-shirts and we mm-hmm. had Star Wars and they brought a good point and said, you know, if you were like a fan or if you were making Star Wars shirts, would you assume that Luke Skywalker shirt sell well or Han Solo shirt sell well? You would assume that. I'm they don't guessing, really. Yeah, I'm guessing you're telling me they wouldn't. But like... The reason why is because um, let me, is that they say the helmets, like Boba Fett, Stormtrooper, <coughs> Darth Vader, best-selling T-shirts. Yeah. After that, it's like Yoda, Chewbacca, and like maybe the non-human looking. Yeah. But it's almost like, even though your character, like the character, is um, like, how do I say this? Like, even though Mandalorian is has his own character, the mm-hmm. personality stuff like that, because he wears that helmet. It's almost like the viewer can be picture themselves as the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. But when Boba Fett constantly takes his mask off and everything like that, the viewer, it's like you're not giving them a chance to be right. like. So and then, yeah, and you can, anybody can see themselves as the Mandalorian. Yeah, or they think they their delusion. I think they can be, <laughs> you know, that right <laughs> before Boba Fett's face was revealed. Same thing. It's like he's right. this cool looking character. He has the jetpack and. Just a cool, you know, you you could see yourself, but then it's like now you have him, and he's wearing Tuscan Raver robes, and he doesn't have a mask on ninety percent yeah. of the time. You, the viewer now doesn't get to do that anymore, right? Hmm. So well. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I don't know what else to say. The episode was awesome, but was. as a as a series, it's a little weird yeah i well i guess we'll see what they do next week i mean maybe they can tie it all together and it will make a lot of bring sense back the huts are we, we going to see like it'd be kind of funny in this episode like fuck man this is a mandalorian knock boba fett off the rancor and he rides it yeah right well i don't know we'll, we'll see. I, he's wait. like uh the uh we call it the guy daniel de lewis a drinking milkshake oh yeah and, uh, there will be blood <laughs> he tells that to uh boba fett you know takes the 
his uh, Rancor monster, right? I'll drink your blue milkshake. I'll drink I your took you, Yeah. I took your blue milkshake. <laughs> well, I will say. You know what? I'll wait until next week to kind of reserve judgment on the season. Uh, so far, I love it. Um, it is, it's just some odd choices being made right now. Even though the results are fantastic, I do think it hurts the overall narrative of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what are we else we going to talk about now? Well, Something the next fun. thing, and this there, there's not a ton to say about it, um, I suppose, but uh, we're... we're experiencing a freeze here in texas you know or about to it doesn't about really, to. yeah yeah i'm looking at the temperature right now it's just at 32 degrees um there's some that's light terrible no no i mean like look it hits 32 pretty regularly i mean that's not a, a shock uh or or whatnot but it's supposed to get down to the teens uh over the next couple of days and we're supposed to get snow and uh last year we had this really big event where for about a week we were in a hard freeze and a lot of pipes burst and a lot of people died and it was it was bad and texas power was out for people for weeks a lot of people power was out for weeks a lot of property damage um it was bad it was bad so it was the first time we used our fireplace oh yeah ever i don't think we ever used it we use ours pretty regularly just as like a for ambience i guess i mean it doesn't doesn't generate any burning records (laughs) yeah Important records, not like vinyl, but like right, right. <laughs> what I put my old sticks paradise theater on there. <laughs> <laughs> it really um, pops. Get that sizzling pop on that vinyl. Well, anyway, last year Texas has always kind of prided itself on being energy independent and XYZ. It just it, it exposed the colossal failure of uh conservative or republican approaches to governing well the real reason why it's on its own grid is so it doesn't have to follow federal yeah and the federal i think it's like 15 percent or something like that and texas is like not like maybe half yeah it's a bunch of shortcuts it's a bunch of ways to make profit off of public goods it's 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 just a Anytime the, the, the Republicans or conservatives or, or whatever get involved in governing, the first thing they do is they start taking apart governing. You know, Privatizing they, the shit out of it. So they, all the people that paid yep. for them to get in are getting repaid, right? They sell off all the best parts of government to private people. And then the private people keep providing those services, but with less efficiency and for more money. And it's just awful. I mean, it, it's really bad. And so all that happened. The, they said that Texas was dangerously close to losing power for a significantly long period of time, that our, our energy supply would be disrupted for months and months, that it, it would just that the system would shut down and fry itself to a degree where we'd be, it would be very, very bad. So we, we by luck, escaped that. And all Texas Republicans did for the last year was ban books and put bounties on women seeking health care. And I mean, they, they did redistrict, try to, they eliminated mail-in voting. They did a ton of work. None of it had to do with shoring up our power supply. It was all horrible, bullshit, terrible things. They were hard at work. You can't say they were lazy. 
but they didn't address any of the real problems that real people in Texas have. It's disgusting, you know. I mean, yeah. and so now we have a freeze coming. It doesn't look like a big deal. I mean, it's, it looks like a little minor hiccup freeze. That... It's not as bad as the problem with last year was is that it froze and then it stayed frozen for a week. Yeah, and we're not even talking like thirty. We're talking about like ten, and it even got to zero, which yeah, yeah. never happens here. No. Rarely does. And the thing is, I think people don't realize is that too is that this is a uh, you know, all these Republican assholes too, whenever it freezes, they'll go, well, there's no such thing as global warming. And it's like, no, this is actually a uh, symptom of global it's warming. It's a function of it. It's climate, climate change. change. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the ice caps are melting. There's, it's almost like there's a chimney in the center of a country that comes down from Canada and all this cold air that never really would come down here is now coming down here. Yeah. It's straight down to Texas. And you're going to see, they said, like, there's a good chance we're going to see more of this type of weather in Texas. And, um, you know, it's like the same thing with, like, more powerful hurricanes, more powerful tornadoes. It's all has yeah. to do with, with climate change. And our gover- governor and the Republican Texas legislator, they, what did they do after all these people lost power? People died, people lost their homes, and uh, just all kinds of horrible shit that happened because of that freeze, because the infrastructure is not there for it. Mm-hmm. You know, what did they do in response? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. They, they used, uh, they just used their political capital to uh, lift COVID restrictions, and uh, they did it to, uh, you know, CRT attacking trans kids, like, yeah. all kinds of dumb shit, like real just mean and spirited, just real crappy, like, and they totally ignored the grid. Yeah. And so now everyone, it's like the joke is like a couple of weeks ago, I was at like the store, like it started snowing a bit outside mm-hmm. and it would look great. It was just like flurries. And then the person in the store was like, a joke saying like, you know, after last year now, it, if snow you see snow in texas you're like scared out of your mind yeah well it Especially if you had a horrible experience yeah for sure and and i mean that's just human nature you know so it is it is curious you know you would hope because we have elections coming up here in like two or three weeks in in texas for what? And, uh the uh primaries they start the primaries like it's only February. Yeah. The elections um, in November. Voting, let's see, voting, Texas. Primary. That's usually not for like summer. No, nah, it's uh let's see. Du, 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 March 1st. March 1st is primary election, but early, early voting is February 14th through 25th. Really? For yeah. like for the governor? Um, yeah, uh, so you can vote. Well, let me see, because I don't, I don't know exactly what's coming up. I haven't looked at uh, yeah. But well, the pri- primary, primary voting is um, yeah starts in just two weeks. Wow, twelve days from now. So yeah, you're right. It does start in March. That's the actual uh, you know season. But early voting starts in two weeks, and you would think that like. <laughs> You would, you would think that it'd be a little on people's mind that 
that you would address the power grid, especially if winter happens right around the time of elections. But well, I got bigger fish to fry, I guess, and books to ban and yeah, <laughs> I, teachers I mean, to oversee. And... It's just scary, you know, like it, it snow, rain, and like ice and all that, like it's not safe for like driving or like that, but like people should not have to worry about like losing power. Like, yeah. This isn't a tornado. This isn't a hurricane. This isn't like, I mean, this is just ridiculous. I'm like, if people lose power in this, then there's something seriously wrong with the grid. Well, even if you lose, let's say you lose power or whatever. The the biggest concern for me is that like, it can be restored quickly. You yeah, know oh, I mean? yeah. Or, like, the, that was the other fucked up thing about last year too was. There were these insane charges that people were getting, yeah. even without power. They were getting like twenty percent power. Well, it was like ridiculous because Texas getting... allows like unregulated direct purchasing of power. Like consumers are going to negotiate with power suppliers. It's crazy, and they're getting like a ten thousand dollar bill for the day yeah. or something insane. So, I don't know. It, it is remarkable that that really nothing substantial was done about it. Um, Greg Abbott two months ago said, "Oh yeah, we're fine, we're prepared." And then yeah. today, the other day, like today or yesterday, he literally said, uh, "Basically, yeah, prepare for some shit." <laughs> well, uh, right before we started recording tonight, I was watching the local news. There's power outages all over the state. You know, not big ones, not, not nothing substantial, but come on, you know, it's just ridiculous. Like this isn't like I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I, I know what you mean. Like, okay, yeah, you lose power, you lose for like an hour or whatever. But like, you shouldn't lose it for like three fucking days. No, and they were they were talking about like Texas potentially losing power for months, like like the grid melting down to the point where like they couldn't just fire it up again. They'd have to rebuild the energy grid. That'd be insane. Know? I don't even know what they would do. You know, I mean, that would be like. I don't know what they would do. I mean, Texas would have lost a lot of people. A lot of people would just move, frankly, you know. Um, it's weird. I remember when I lived in Florida um, during Hurricane Irma, we were out of power for a couple of weeks. And during Hurricane Charlie, we were out of power for a couple of weeks. I think during Wilma, we were out for a couple of weeks. And I'll never, I'll never forget that. I mean, I remember wandering around town there's no power anywhere no hot food to be had no air conditioning Cold no food to be had yeah well the, there was just nothing Cold you were eating like fucking room temperature pop tarts you know and it was like it was mm. awful and, and no internet no phone service just of these hurricanes would just like flatten a big chunk of land you know and yeah. that's just something you don't forget so i don't know you do see this though throughout the country whenever republicans take power first thing they do is gut government and then something happens and the government isn't there to take care of it that's and what trump like, did people, with why do people vote for these clans they you know there's they there, always fall for it there's a big like americans in general kind of in their dna uh are, are like kind of individualistic and i don't need the government's help and stand up you know kind of that pioneer but a power spirit. grid is not individual of these are also ethics and 
and traits that worked really well in the 1700s, you know, or 1800s. Like we don't know yeah, none of these fucking people are individual. That's the joke. Yeah. That's I see that all the time. I see uh, people on Twitter, these libertarians talking about how they want the government out of their lives as they sit there bitching away about shit on the internet that was invented and subsidized by the government sitting in their compound with rural broadband that my tax dollars pay for, you know, and it was like, you're not an island. You yeah, are or you, sitting on a park bench. <laughs> you're on the internet because New York and California pay for Kansas to be on the yeah. internet. You have mail service because Chicago subsidizes the post office for you. You know, like you, you, no one would, if you were just living on a plot of land wearing a bear skin, then whatever. But if you're on Twitter bitching about shit, then you are sucking off the government. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bullshit. These people, like, I mean, like I said, that's why I never understood, like, why are Republicans? And, I, I, okay, so let's say this turns into, like, a big tragic event. Hopefully yes. it doesn't. It's just, you know, it's one one or two days of cold, and then it's like, you know, like, I'm going to stay off those. I made sure to get some stuff today. And I'm going to, let me tell you, I went to the store today, and it was, like. Barren. Oh, uh, what? Barren. Well, there was food there. Some things were already starting to go. I got there like early enough to get like bread, you know? Yeah. But it was crowded. It was yeah. crazy. Like it was packed. And I'm glad I didn't go to like Target or Walmart or anything like that because I would imagine those would be even worse. My wife did a Target pickup at like 2 p.m. We did the order online this morning and went to pick it up at 2. She said it was a zoo. She, she just oh, sat, yeah, I can just imagine. She sat in the car and they brought it out to her, but she said that the this parking lot was a zoo and people were like racing in and racing. Yeah, people out. are like scared. They're buying like batteries, they're buying like anything. Like they're different. I, I mean, especially if you had a bad experience last year. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure one of the biggest things that probably sold in Texas last year after that storm was generators. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a generator, Jesse? I don't. We had one in Florida, um, again, because we lost power for weeks at a time. But um, no, we don't. I mean, honestly, like, I probably should have bought one, but I don't. Did you buy one? No. Well, I mean, again, knock on wood, knock on wood. We love, me and you, we live in the same area. Yep. We lucked out. Uh, I think, like, if you lived near, like, a hospital or fire department yeah police department schools you are you're more than likely you kept your power right because they are keep you're on the same grid or whatever yeah, yeah. Just, they need to keep the whatever power to that but man, it, it's just it's ridiculous it's just yeah. it it's like and the problem is it's like the election's not until like november so all these people who let's say if they get affected by this they're yeah. not going to be, they might say, fuck this, I'm not running for ad or something like that. I'm going to vote for Beto or whoever. But then, the, you know, Republicans will run an ad about how, Be you know, using Beto saying he's going to take your gun. And then all these people who got their houses fucked or whatever, mm -hmm. they're going to vote for Abbott because, you know, yeah. they care more about their gun. Right. Or they, like, yeah, Beto's really going to take your gun away. Get the, come on, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll see. You know, hopefully it's not bad and 
I think it's like in the forties, like by weekend anyway. Yeah, this should be a this should be a quick one. Um, but we'll see. You know, like I said, last time it was really bad because it never went it it stayed like basically like 10 degrees the entire yeah. time. Yeah, um, I remember it got into the single digits, and there's one day where it, like the high was nine degrees or something. But it felt real feel was like zero. Yeah, it was very cold. You couldn't drive anywhere. Um, all the roads were like I drove and... uh like so it was like it snowed twice yeah. here. And I drove like two days afterwards very carefully to the closest supermarket. And it was it was a weird it, it was like because yeah. the thing is like I'm kind of used to driving the snow growing up in Long Island, but people are not used to it. So my god, I was trying to keep my distance from any car. Oh yeah. That, I didn't even want them like just rolling into me because they don't know how to adjust, you yep. know, driving the snow. Yeah. Thankfully, everybody was like driving really slow. I was like afraid to see like some moron just being like. I remember I lived in Massachusetts for a while and I used to drive um, from Worcester to Boston a couple times a week. I was going taking night classes at a college and it snowed like fuck there all the time. And I drove home from Boston to Worcester in a snowstorm. Shouldn't have taken more than like oh, an hour and a half or whatever. It took me like four hours. I remember big stretches of it. I was just literally gliding on the mass pike, you know, with cars bumping into each other. And it, it was really, really rough. Um, it's not quite that bad here, but it's, it's right. But you're right. People aren't used to it. So, well, um, you know what people aren't used to? I don't know. I'm trying to find a proper segue. For oh, it's just, yeah, our Spotify thing. Um, pe- people are pe- people aren't used to. Let's talk about Spotify. People are. Well, you know what? You guys like listening to this podcast. Well, guess what? You can't. There's one place you can't hear it. Right. That's Spotify. But we're not one of those people that are falling for this fad. Uh-oh. We pulled all our episodes from Spotify back in like October. Yeah, yeah, I think because it, it may have I was been like, earlier. We don't really make any money off this except for when Joseph uh, <sighs> talked about yes. uh, Taco Bell's. Well, I'll let you're, I'm not making judging, judging. So you, you know, you're you're under Big T TB's uh, dollar or whatever. Yeah, I remember. I pulled up there the other day. And the guy, the uh, the checkout window was like, "Would you like your baseball cap cleaned, sir?" And I just handed it to him, and it came back filled with an assortment of mild, hot sauce. I mean, it was just well, but like the, those weird bags that like one leaked and they're all kind of sticky and have that gross old sauce they, on they them. Get those and you're like, okay, oh, yeah. I guess I'll just throw these out thank you yeah yeah the worst is when you like open up your bag and the guy did you right you've got like you know 80 packets of sauce and like but there's like loose sauce in there so you have to like individually inspect the packets to find the one packet that's all janked up so yeah um, whatever Uh, (laughs) spotify um they they spotify agreed to put a disclaimer on joe rogan's show (laughs) <laughs> this guy's a moron yeah you're a moron for listening. Like, i don't know it's you know i there's some more artists wait they did i didn't know that they had yeah. a disclaimer what they does it say this, there the is views two, on here don't represent spotify something to that effect like there was you, two episodes they pay him exclusively well that's so the, the thing 
I I used to listen to Spotify quite a bit. Like when I lived in Florida, that was kind of my main music source. And uh, not because of any other, re- I, I eventually moved over and, and most of the music I listen to now is off of Amazon music because I bought Amazon Echoes or, or Alexis or whatever. Um, but I used to listen to Spotify a whole lot and it was great. You know, I really liked it and, and whatever, but like Spotify made its bones off of music and most people probably still listen to Spotify for music and they pay their artists like dick, like nothing. And then, so imagine being like a legit music artist, you know, like a, maybe no one's super famous, but a, a legit music artist, like um, uh, the cult, you know, the, yeah. the Ian, like, you know, and getting a royalty check year after year for like $30 or $40. I'm not exaggerating. Like for like getting, thousands, if not tons of plays, yeah. like hundreds of thousands, millions of yep. plays. And then, so Spotify becomes really big off of your labor and they give you like 40 bucks and then they take a hundred million dollars and give it to a guy who makes other people eat pig anuses you know like well not anymore i mean maybe on his own private he once did but he once yeah yeah and so they're giving joe rogan millions of hundreds of millions of dollars so he could have ben shapiro on or yeah peterson on to like or, or Alex Jones, well, to lie to right. you about COVID, or have and, Elon Musk lie to you? And here's Joe Rogan's defense. And I, I there's a, a part two to what I'm going to say, but like, I get the defense. Joe Rogan is like, look, I'm just having people on that have interesting points of view, and I'm talking to them. And I get that, like intellectually, like it is kind of. I, I watch shows in which they interview conspiracy theorists. You know, I think it is kind of interesting to see how crazy people think and whatever. But the difference is that a good show will bring them aboard and kind of either present them without comment so that they talk themselves into a frenzy or they'll critique it. Joe Rogan amplifies this nonsense. He gets into well, it. He I likes think the other it. issue, you know, he claims he's having interesting people on, but he's a lying sack of shit because he doesn't really... He doesn't have progressives on. No. He has uh, Brett Weinstein, Jordan Peterson. He has Dan Crenshaw on a lot. They're all yeah. right-wingers. Now, he's had like people in the past, like some progressives on there, but usually these progressives that he has on, these so-called progressives, they hate fucking Democrats. They hate oh, yeah. them. Like, to, they are like, they hate them to the T. Like, they literally make their money off of having a right-wing audience and they'll they barely criticize Republicans ever. Barely. Yeah. They all they do is attack. And like, listen, I think as a progressive, yeah, you should definitely critique the left. But if all you're doing is critiquing the left, but and using the same talking points the right wing's using, not like okay, if you're critiquing the left because you're trying to get them to like, you know, be more progressive, right? Need that. But if you're like doing it. The opposite, you know, if you're using the same fucking talking points or you're pushing like ivermectin and all that shit, you're not really on the left. And those are the kind of people that Rogan might have. Like, he'll claim, Oh, yeah, I have progressive on. It's Tulsi. Jimmy Doron, I have Tulsi Gabbard. I'm like, These people are shit. They're trash. Like, their audiences are right wingers. The people that like love them are right wingers or Mm -hmm. weird libertarians or whatever. And so that whole concept of like he has interesting people on no not really no. it's most like he'll have like 
they'll have like guests on who are like celebrities like uh or if yeah. they're promoting a movie he's no different than any other talk show in well a that's way. the thing like if you if you listened to 70 episodes of the joe rogan show there probably would be like 50 of them that were fine uh i'll be honest with you i listened to enough of it to know that you know, they, everyone always said, and this other myth that he's just a stupid guy and he repeats anything that whoever's on his show. And I'm like, no, I don't think he's that stupid. I think he's, you don't get to, you don't get to be in that position and magoo your way through it. True. He knows true, exactly true. what he's fucking doing. He, um, his, uh, his opinion really doesn't change. He uses right-wing talking points. He pushes right-wing narrative. And I know this because I've seen more than enough episodes to understand where, what his politics really are. And the ones that I always say to people, if you really want to know who he is, watch him when he has a non-Ben Shapiro on. Like, watch him when he has on, like, a, a fellow comedian. Yeah. And he'll use, he'll try to do it in a more casual, like, hey, we're buds type way. And he'll repeat those right-wing talking points in a more casual way. Yeah. The guy's a fucking straight up right wing. Yes. Oh but yeah. The, yeah. But the whole thing is the Spotify thing is that recently, well, one, he's spreading all these lies, and it's like, dude, we're trying to get through this pandemic, and you're like having these fake doctors on, these <laughs> yeah, conspiracy nuts, Alex Jones on. Um, some people were like, yeah, fuck this, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Neil Young was. Um, probably one of the biggest recent like stars, like yeah. you know, musicians to like remove their stuff. Joni Mitchell removed her stuff. Mm -hmm. There were a bunch of others. There's some minor I people. I see people just repeating shit, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, no, that person didn't remove their music. It's funny. I see David Crosby tweeting, and he's like, I would remove my music if I could. It's like he doesn't control the. Yeah, I, there are like some weirdness with that um i i don't know i'm it, it is disappointing like there's there's plenty of big artists that are plenty wealthy that probably don't make a money off of spotify that could pull their music like and i don't know why they don't like i don't want to like single out any one in particular but like between like taylor swift and like billy joel or bruce springsteen or um I don't know, you know, like any any genre, you know, like a big artist. I mean, like a all it would take is a couple of them, but you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's. I, I mean, a bunch have already started. I think they need some bigger ones, but I think also the reality is too. I think a lot of these musicians are like, yeah, I don't really make any money off of this. Like, so like one, they're the ones that are making the lion's share profit using my music, yeah. And I don't want that money that they're making from my music go towards paying a right wing propagandist who lies about COVID and just spreads bullshit you yeah. know there's, like there's, he's gotten yeah. progr he he's gotten progressively worse since he joined spotify like there was this weird like when he came out and supposedly endorsed bernie which we've talked about this yeah. i think that was a bullshit endorsement yeah, i think I he would have turned up if bernie somehow was the nominee he would have turned on them yeah. on him in a second oh he for would, sure and i don't know he just sucks dude like he did, and you know, who really sucks these days. Like he's absolutely garbage. It's Bill Maher, my God. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's like, always been. No, no, like he's always been kind of a dick. But I used to watch his oh all the time. Like, uh, like I would always try to watch it. If I didn't catch it on Friday, I'd make sure DVR it or whatever. Right. 
catching on on demand because he had good guests on. Sure. Man, like I started like I think a year I stopped watching it like early last year or, or yeah, it was like at, he came back after the January 6th thing. And it, it was like weird. Like I knew he was already starting to become a little uh, more on the right, but he has like some dude on and it's like, okay, it's January 6th. I think you're, you're going to talk about the January mm-hmm. 6th it just happened a couple of days ago. And he just has like this guy on who's conservative and all they did was talk about how bad Antifa was. Yeah. See, I mean, whatever. That guy sucks. Like, you know, it's like he used to have good guests on. He used to have great guests on. But now he's just some, uh, he's like no different than Rogan. Like they just push right-wing conspiracies now. It just kind of sucks. It's like HBO, like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you hosting? Like you hosted it when like he was anti-Bush and anti-Trump and like anti-Iraq war, pro-marijuana, pro-gay marriage Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Like, you know, and he would make these critiques about like the left being a little too sensitive in some ways yeah. a lot of it was mostly boomer bullshit takes but it's like hbo has them on and they make some look like hey we have like yeah bill's not like he claims he's like a libertarian or whatever but he had a lot of progressive guests but now this is a straight up right-wing show yeah i mean like i've seen clips it's like the guests he's it's all about who are your guests you know like yeah, who are you amplifying and so to say that like Joe Rogan's this guy who will have conversation with anyone. Bullshit. No, he's not. No, he's yeah. not. He, okay, I want to see the specific guests on because he, he'll just talk to anyone. No, he, that's bullshit. That's, a, that's like one of the greatest lives. The other funny thing, too, is it's like uh, when they say like he's independent media, mm-hmm. it's like he's literally a spokesman for the UFC and for <laughs> Spotify. Yeah. There's nothing independent about him. No, he's, he's clearly got like an agenda and I don't know. I, I think that there's plenty of reasons to walk away from Spotify. You know what I mean? Like whether it's how they treat artists or whether it's how they are kind of complicit in Joe Rogan's attack on coronavirus prevention. Um, I just don't see what Spotify adds to the, I don't see what Spotify adds that isn't already in place and better at a lot of other places. Like Four billion in like, um their stock like they went down like they lost like four billion or something crazy yeah they lost a ton with this latest controversy um and that's the thing is that like i i part of me is like well the artists should stop you know pull their music or whatever but to be honest customers just stop buying spotify premium that's that'll that'll do it so right i mean that's how they were able to really pay him and everything and yeah, I don't know. I think like I'm. I'm curious. We'll see. I mean, it's like when his contract's up. That's when you know Spotify will let him go, or they're just right. You know, it's like they make the editorial decision. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like yeah. Oh, he's just a comedian. I don't know. I watched his show. It's not really funny. He doesn't sound no. funny. I mean, he makes like a joke or two, but like he's not a comedian, really. I mean, like I. Oh, yeah, he's a I, comedian. He does stand up tours and mm, stuff. He's. And I don't, I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I was saying, like, by definition, on the like, show, he doesn't come off as a comedian. No, this isn't like no. a comedy show. That's what I mean. Like, it's not like, so you can't, you know, they try to use that bullshit, like, oh, I'm just a comedian. You don't take anything I say seriously. You know, it's like the Fox News defense, too. Right. Yeah. 
that there's like a, a separation between the news department and the editorial department. Is that what well, you mean? Yeah. And the last thing to, yeah, it's like, uh, so like Newsweek recently had on uh, Jack Pos- Posobiec, who's a literal fucking Nazi, yeah. right on op-ed. And it's just like, you see this guy's face, he looks evil. He looks like a fucking yeah, villain. Yeah, trash. Uh, what? Trash. Yeah, it, Newsweek is trash for that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we could just move on to the next thing. I was gonna, I was trying to think of something else, but it, it's just, I think there has, there will be some blowback, and I think at some point, Spotify is probably gonna realize that they, if they lose more artists, they lose more people. It's kind of funny. People were trying to cancel their subscription, supposedly. Yeah. And Spotify put in something that like claimed their service wasn't available. At the right. Time. They they limited the number of people that could unsubscribe they were probably hoping that like some people are just doing that sheer anger because of a tweet or something yeah. like that. and that you, okay by t- by tomorrow tomorrow they won't even they'll calm down they'll calm down. calm down they'll just pick one of their favorite <laughs> remaining artists on there yeah <laughs> remaining well well the next thing i have I, and this is kind of something that's been like bouncing around in my head for a while I, I put on our topic list teacher laws and school boards and one of the things that really started it off was when a school board in Tennessee I believe it was um banned mouse the graphic novel mouse mouse uh yeah, yeah well it's m-a-u-s but yeah it's mouse or mouse, ma- mouse? Uh, oh, yeah uh, whatever I mean it's, but it's it's basically a, a retelling of the holocaust and the um uh, the cats or the Nazis, you know. Yeah, they did it literally on Holocaust Remembrance Day too. No, oh, geez, yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, um, and I, and read- it's just funny because all these right wingers and stuff get pissed at people for like removing their subscription from um, Spotify. Yeah. Or not listening anymore or whatever because Rogan, like they get all mad. They're like, "You're trying to prevent speech. You're trying." It's like, get the fuck out of here. This isn't freedom of speech. This guy's getting paid a hundred million to lie to you, like. Um, but they're trying to compare all that. And then what do they do? They actually remove books. Yeah. And who, who wrote that? Was that Art Spiegelman? Art Spiegelman. Spiegelman, yeah. Um, well, I, I remember reading <coughs> Mouse or Mouse uh, in, I want to say I was in college. I want to say I was in my first year of college. And I, look, I grew up learning about the Holocaust. I went to a, uh, a Christian school or whatever, but they were real good about teaching the Holocaust. And we read... Um, all the books that you would imagine kids would read, like we read The Diary of Anne Frank, and we read um, uh, some other uh, Holocaust text. Um, anyway, we were taught about it in, in a good kind of way that like didn't minimize it or whatever. And um, and it never really resonated with me. Obviously, I knew it was this big, horrible thing, but I, I like had this abstract notion of the Holocaust, kind of like you'd have an abstract notion of like, you know, the Native American genocide or, you know, an Armenian genocide. It was just this thing that happened that didn't really like. And then once I got to college, I saw Schindler's List and I read Mao's and instantly my perspective on the Holocaust was like much greater and deeper and richer. You know, I mean, it was it really brought it home to me. It's like a great story. Mao's it's about it's two part story. It's two different graphic novels. I think you get them as one, but they mostly originally it was two different books and basically it's about this guy and i guess the story is about his dad who survived being in a concentration camp yeah and just shows you like 
the damage that it does on people, the stereotypes that are forced on people, that what it does to like their brain, like well, how like generational, generational, yeah, all kinds of things. But even like having crude stereotypes, crude like like all kinds of things how it like conditions people to act in the way yeah. that the stereotypes that they're you know there's all kinds of horrible stuff. It's a great book. Um, to have it removed is just a. I think it's there's you know they claimed that it was like there's nudity in it. I mean, come on, get the fuck out of here. The way it's drawn and everything, it's not it's not the same. That's such bullshit. And to use that is a straight up lie. Because it's, it's like, why was it not yeah. removed 10 years, 20 years ago, 30 years it's, ago? It was re- it was removed because a lot of a lot of people like that are anti-Semitic. You know, that's that's the reason it was they don't like talking about the Holocaust. They they yeah want to yeah. pretend it didn't exist. They and look, some of them are just straight up, you know, radical right-wing Nazi sympathizers, and others are just like regular crappy Republicans that don't want their feelings hurt. You know, they <laughs> they they don't they don't want to be reminded that their association with with Nazi sympathizers makes them complicit in things like you know holocaust denialism or whatever um it's horrible you know and anyway like you're you're seeing this across the country where politicians are putting out these things that say basically to any parent in the district if there's something you don't like about the school you can ban it you can protest it or or whatever yeah it's ridiculous it's crazy. And and that I remember at the beginning of the show, I was going to say there was kind of a press progressive angle to it, too. At the same time, there's a school district in Washington. And on Twitter, everyone was saying that they were banning To Kill a Mockingbird. But what was, well, what was going on there was real different. And I have less of a problem with this. In the Tennessee school district, they don't want mouse or mouse or whatever um, taught. And they don't want it available in the library. They want it completely forbidden from school grounds. In Washington, the school board previously, you were mandated to teach To Kill a Mockingbird. And the school board is now saying that maybe there are some different perspectives on that era of history that might be more useful instead of kind of a white savior tale told by a white person. You know, maybe maybe there are some persons of color that wrote some books about that time period that we could read instead. Yeah. And so the school board in Washington, they didn't ban To Kill a Mockingbird. They just made it no longer required reading that mm. teachers could choose to teach a book by a black author or choose to teach, you know, uh, something else. I think that's OK. I mean, like, to be honest with you, I remember when I was teaching, most of my kids were Latino. And when we would read civil rights stuff, all the selections were from black authors, which was great, you know, but like it would have been cool to be able to teach something from like Cesar Chavez or, you know, something that might resonate more with, you know, a lot of the kids I was teaching. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do have some mixed feelings about that, but I, I do know a hundred percent of the time that you got to let teachers teach, you know, and, and you can't have like, 500 parents looking over their shoulder yeah that's ridiculous it's just crazy you can't do your job no in indiana today they passed a law that said teachers have to file their lesson plans for the entire year before the school year starts so parents can review them and file complaints 
Right. That idiot they elected in Virginia set up a hotline where teach where parents could like rat out teachers. Yunkin. Yeah, for teaching things that made white kids feel bad or whatever. It's just crazy. I mean, it's it's really. It's really bizarre. The last thing I'll say about it, because I, I, I know I've kind of talked on a lot of, uh, about it a lot. No, like, I mean, this is, it's a thing that's going to affect schools for the next decade. Like yeah. This kind of shit. Well, and it's weird because like a lot of these are being done. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just crazy. So work, regular corporate workers are leaving their, their jobs in mass because they don't want to go back to the office and they don't want to be this, that or whatever. So you're seeing like corporate America having a lot of job openings and a lot of teachers are quitting, you know, because they don't want to deal with this bullshit anymore. Well, it's like, yeah, wants to deal with like, you're not getting paid enough. And then you got to deal with like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they say that like, oh, the, the parents have the right to do stuff. Now I would imagine the good, the majority of parents in that school are probably going to leave the teacher alone. They're not going to care. Yeah. The problem is what this does is it attracts the most insane people. Yeah. It the most really does. Craziest ideas. Those it are really usually does. the ones that outreach the most. Well, it's it's astroturfed. I mean, these are the Moms for Liberty group is a big one, or Moms for Freedom, or well, oh, you know, something, something like that. They it is a national organization funded by like a bunch of money, and they basically get people to go to different school boards and protest this, that, and whatever. It's it's a, a big, it's it's a big crazy nightmare. But all these teachers that are quitting are finding new homes in corporate America. It's it's a real weird dynamic. Um, but what's happening is is bad you know and it's it's bad all across the country where public school teachers are getting run out of the profession and it's it's tough and this this happens nationally in both republican and democratic administrations sadly the democrats over the years have been real instrumental in putting some bad education legislation in although it's the republicans are always worse um it's tough and it's getting it's getting real bad these parents bill of rights bills that are, right. are going on it's um i don't know i mean i get the idea of it like look if my kid came home and said that her teacher was telling her she's got to go to church or she's going to go to hell i'd make a call too but it uh, it's 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 real weird the way it's going down out there um well i guess We'll see. Again, you know, there's a midterm, and I think a lot of this is just being driven to distract people. And, you know, like, they may not understand certain things, but they understand, like, you're going to teach my kid tolerance? Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you well, remove Maoist? That's, like, sort of insane. It's like, first of all, I think on the cover of it or anything, it says it has mature themes in it. So it's right. not like it's lying to you. You can't pull that shit and say like, oh, I opened up this, you know, copy of like Peter Pan and it was like, I don't know, doing something disgusting, you know? Yeah, like, right. It's, and it's like, well, I think you read something else. Like, you know what it, they know what it is. So, and the fact that they did it on Holocaust Remembrance Day is just, ab- uh, just yeah, absolutely disgusting. Mouse is real, but I, I, that hit me real hard because like I said, that, that <laughs> it shouldn't have, taken that to really get me connected to the holocaust and like you said it was the scope of it like all the stuff about the holocaust i read before was about the people that endured the holocaust right um yeah and and this 
was different. This was like, no, this this is not like a weird historical event. This is something that is gradually unfolding. You know what I mean? Like it's still unfolding. The, the, yeah. Uh, I just think, oh, there was a great political cartoon. I don't know the artist did it, but they were like, it's three cats basically canceling the book. <laughs> oh, the mouse, which is directly out of the book. So. Yeah. And again, yeah. Uh, these are the same people who claim the left or whatever is like canceling cat, yeah. cat and hat <laughs> when none of that happened. All right. So speaking of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Trump ramping up threats. Yeah, did you watch his rally and like? No, he did. I heard in... some stuff about it, but I didn't watch it. I don't yeah, want okay. him to speak anymore. Fair, fair enough. I, I didn't watch the rally either, but I, I saw a bunch of clips and he's ramping up the. I'm going to pardon the January sixth rioters, and I'm going to. And we're going to go after the Democrats. It's like, and... it's like he's admitting. What was it culpability or whatever? Like, yeah, someone someone put out there said that this is the final element. He's now like publicly admitted to every element of the crime. Like, yeah, he's like, let me get in power so I could free the people who try to get me in power for life. Well, and he's saying that we need to start, uh, you know, protesting anywhere where they're prosecuting me, and you know, it's, she's, it's, it's, I. I am still stunned he's not under arrest. I, I know that that's like a severe statement, but I it's... No, I do too. I think it's ridiculous that this guy has not faced any real like criminal charges or Nothing. anything. I will say, um, I think my uh, theory about this, the reason why he's, um, you know, pushing this now yeah. is because he got so much flack from his base for coming out and saying that he was pro-COVID vaccine. yeah. And telling them to get the booster, and he doubled down or tripled down and kept to that. And I think he probably saw that like he's losing support like wild. So, well, and, and that's also, why he's like throwing this out there now. If they're impaneling grand juries in Atlanta, and they are, I mean, like he could, I'm sure someone is telling him what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I that could be real bad for him if they if a grand jury in Fulton County calls him in to testify. I mean, you know what I mean? Like things could get he's bad. admitting quickly. to it, basically. Yeah. So this could be his last ditch effort. Like, I'll burn this place down if you if you go after me. Because um, that's what it seems like he's doing. It seems like he's, he's cornered and this is it. He's got to like draw both guns, I guess. Yeah. So he's faced like nothing since nothing. he left. He well, there's a lot of like civil lawsuits and they're like pending. And I mean, like it's just, I don't know. Some of it is that um some of it, like with the civil lawsuits, they do take a little while to wind through. But like I just don't understand. There's there's laws we know he broke, you know, and yeah. I don't know why he's not been charged with them, even if they didn't take jail time or even if they aren't, aren't going to frog march him out of his mar-a-lago or whatever i mean like he should have been charged with stuff he should have been charged with stuff so yeah that's frustrating um yep. i guess we'll see you know things could happen but i don't know like, like, and we've said this before if if some dude down the road committed the crime 
he'd be in jail by that evening. You know, yeah. the cops knew of it and could locate him. And that's true, it seems, of almost everyone except wealthy people. And yeah, Donald Trump. and former and presidents. Then, yeah. So, uh, well, no matter what happens, he, the one thing that you can't take away was that he was once president. He was once president. Isn't that crazy? It's so stunning. And it's been over a year that he's been gone as president. Yeah. Well, I think, and this kind of dovetails into our last two topics. Um, he <laughs> he brings such crazy to the yard. You know, he, he. Well, I don't think he. I think it's there. He just elevates it a bit. But he, this craziness existed before him. That's no, you're right. There. If anything, he just emboldens them. He mainstreams them. Yeah, he normalized it for sure. Um, the t- the two stories. I can't believe either of these. The two stories that are kind of like Trump adjacent are uh, one I just read about this evening. A a butterfly conservatory in Houston had to (laughs) shut down forever. Forever. Because have you ever been to a butterfly conservatory? I don't think so. They're so relaxing. I went to one in Key West. There's one in Fort Myers we used to go to all the time. It's basically like a giant greenhouse with like a shit ton of butterflies in it. You just go in there and chill. It's usually real humid. There's flowers everywhere. You have a land on you and stuff, and they're like all brightly colored. It's it's so relaxing. And this motherfucker shut down a butterfly conservatory. Um, the, the person is Kimberly Lowe. She is running for Congress in uh, Virginia's ninth congressional district. She's uh, an America firster. She's the director of legislation at Global Family Alliance, and she's the director of the Center for Court Reform and Justice. And she looks like a lunatic. <laughs> and her big thing is she's like super angry about uh, child sex trafficking, which I, I also oppose child sex trafficking. <laughs> I make that clear. <laughs> um, and she's really angry about parental alienation. And that's basically when a, a kid grows up and is like, my mom's a lunatic and I don't want to talk to her anymore. You know, like, and she, she shows up in fucking Houston at a butterfly place, accusing them of like running a sex ring. And they had to shut down because they started getting threats against their employees by these people. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like supposedly, you know, you sent me that story and I guess it dates back to 2019 not that i mean like it happened in 2019 but like this has been ongoing and it's just crazy that these are the conspiracy theories that get pushed these like nonsense like they're all like and they always involve like some kind of sex trafficking always always the same always sex trafficking i don't know it's bizarre i mean just the headline is what makes it just funny it's like butterfly observatory is it's the most gentle. Well, duh, that's what they want you to think. They do that as a cover. It's just like if you are. Butterfly wants to. If you are genuinely. Look, there is an arrest, a legitimate arrest in Dallas over the last week for sex trafficking. 
it was basically these people would get minors and they would ship them in and then they'd kind of coerce them into being prostitutes or whatever. Sex trafficking is a thing. I mean, it it's a real thing, but these, yeah. what these guys push is bullshit. They're not. Well, that's it. Is that like the, the thing that makes me most angry is that whenever anyone mentions sex trafficking now online, I'm like, oh, they're a fucking QAnon lunatic. And it's like really probably worked against legitimate efforts to stop legitimate sex trafficking. So these people suck. Fucking shut down a butterfly conservatory. What the fuck is wrong with you? You live in Virginia and you drive all the way to Houston. It's like a two-day drive to go yell at some old lady. I think a lot of this is that there's another side in in our country that is two different. There's, well, there's reality news, not reality. There's news that exists in reality. And then there's bullshit. And I think that's what elevates that. Like you could be completely wrong on a ma- a so-called mainstream channel, but yeah. don't worry because you'll be propped up on everything else. So no one gets canceled anymore. Like just, no one really, <laughs> no one really gets canceled. The whole idea about it, like the other day, I saw something like, remember that comedian T.J. Miller? No, T.J. Miller is that a guy or a girl? It's a guy. He got like, I guess he got like Me Too or whatever, but it's like. It's like he, I guess he's trying to get his career back, but like, what is he doing? He's going on like the Adam Carolla show. Oh, yeah, that's a... and it's like, I feel like you're sending a message or I don't know. Right. Well, I don't know. I, I look, there's a lot of things I get worked up over, but like, it would never dawn on me to drive to Virginia to confront a private business owner. Yeah. Some, I mean, like, I wouldn't even, I would. That would never even enter my mind that that's something that would be helpful to my cause, you know. Like, I would. Well, I think that people who do that are not thinking about that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, the other the other one was Mark. Now, had you heard this before, the Mark Meadows story? No, you told me about it, and it's just it seems like another another grift, another right wing grift, but. I was flipping through TikTok and I saw this guy talking about Mark Meadows and it was a really good TikTok. And then I was like, I got to look. I think this guy's making this up. He said that Mark Meadows and his nine-year-old daughter <laughs> ran a hoax creationist dinosaur scam or whatever, where they were proving that a stegosaurus died of drowning like 2,000 years ago. And I looked it up and I think that really, <laughs> I think it really happened. This guy, Mark Meadows, who was like the chief of staff of the United States uh, and <laughs> who was a real powerful congressperson who's still real influential in Republican public politics, he believes that the Earth's only 6,000 years old and that dinosaurs died. Is. Yeah, and dinosaurs died 2,000 years ago in a flood. And I don't know, like, like you don't even, to, uh, even if you just got out a napkin and a pencil, you could probably trace your family back 400 years, right? What the fuck you think yes. dinosaurs living 2,000 years ago? That doesn't make any sense. If, if dinosaurs you... exist at the same time as humanity, guess what? We wouldn't be around today. That makes no sense. There'd be less people. Like, Right. Like, I mean, don't you think? And like, I don't know, it just, none of it makes any sense. But like, anyway, the, the thing that really pissed me off is he roped his nine-year-old daughter into like this scam and they filmed it. And like, 
They're all grifters. I mean, I they really are. There's like a so crazy. I, I mean, it's just like, does he really believe this shit? I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I think look, when I was a kid, I believed all sorts of shit. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. even like even like things that didn't matter much, like um, you know, like the geographic location of Australia, I was wrong on. And it would, you know, it would have made sense. To, I don't know. It's just like random shit you're wrong about. But once you become like an adult and you say to yourself, like, wait a minute, 2000 years ago wasn't that long. You like, I mean, like, yeah. And, and like, Jesus wasn't like running from Tyrannosaurus Rexes, right? Like, even if you believe Jesus was a, a real person that lived during the Bible 2000 years ago, like, now he was a dinosaur rider. <laughs> like the, the right court will be with the uh mighty uh what what kind of monster are they again? The Rancor. That's right. Yeah, but but like oh anyway, this guy was like running the government, you know, in a lot of ways, and it's still very powerful. And he's like, like you said, he's a carny, he's a he's a uh like a snake oil salesperson it's just stunning i mean again just it's it's on the list of the what same bullshit it's just funny that like remember that we talked about this last week with dan crenshaw when he was getting confronted by the little girl yeah. but, but it was like it, and everyone was talking about that but i'm like yeah but if you look at, look at the actual subject matter it's like incredibly stupid it's like they're yeah. arguing over like <laughs> Two this idiots. Sounds like a fictional character or something. Right. She was mad that. What did she say? She was mad that, like, that he mentioned Jesus and Superman in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, what, are you, what are you talking about? What are you, I don't know. It's it is. I I hear a lot. You know, you see a lot on the news about people talking about like the end of democracy or whatever. And um. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's like hyperbole anymore. I mean, I think, you know, if you look at historically over the course of like forever, um, which is longer than 6,000 years. Yes. Uh, if you look historically, like um, governments generally don't last long. You know, I mean, it is unusual to see a government or a country last a long time. Well, yeah, know? I guess like we, we passed that 200 year part. Yeah. But well, like, well, I guess well, now they change governments like a hundred yeah. years ago, right? They used to be more of a monarchy. Now they're like a what, parliamentarian or something. Yeah, they've changed, and like it used to be like, well, I mean, obviously, like parts of it are different. Like it used to be that Ireland was part of England, or you know, uh, part of Great Britain. I mean, like they've been there've been some changes. You know, maybe we still exist because like we change a bit when you know after elections. Well. You know, there's been a lot of people believe, a lot of political scientists believe that our two-party system is really productive in keeping us together. And that if there were third or fourth party, that, that the, the country would f- fracture. Right. Um, and, you know, democracy is kind of like an interesting thing. So rule by consent and, and stuff like that. You know, so we're, we're unique in a lot of ways. But a lot of like political scientists still refer to America as an experiment you know, like, if this is a new way of governing, and, like, it's pretty fucked up right now, right? Well, like, you have clowns like that guy involved. Well, just the, the, I mean, like, not to get on a super controversial subject, but, like, it's a, it's a goddamn fact that, like, 70% of Americans 
support abortion rights. Right. You know, in one form. Yeah, but a lot of them are scared to say they are in front of people. But like if they get in the voting booth, you know, or whatever, they'll vote for it. But then then it switches. Like when I lived in Florida, Florida overwhelmingly passed a bullet train law. Right. Overwhelmingly, like 85% of the people said, yeah, we want a bullet train monorail. We want a monorail. <laughs> you know. And, well, I think and, a bullet train would be better than an actual monorail. But it was going to connect like Orlando, Tampa, Miami, and Jacksonville, and maybe Tallahassee. It would change people's lives. It would change it, industry. Yes, it's amazing. And and then the Republican government in Florida is like, nope. And they just like found some weird way to not do it, you know. Yeah, there was another law recently. I think it's going to do with like letting inmates vote. Yep. Yeah. You, you, felons' votes would automatically be restored once they did their time. If they. And I think the legislator like basically went, eh. Yeah. Nah. I'd rather not, you know? And like shit like when shit like that happens, when 70% of the country supports abortion rights and and over 80% of America, you can't get an abortion in their jurisdictions because they've outlawed it. That's fucked up. You know, yeah. think of how many people want marijuana legal, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous at this point. Like yeah. I still, I think Texas will never legalize it. I just don't. Uh, I could, maybe not. You know I mean? Like uh, definitely not with Abbott or this legislation. I just don't think a lot of get legalized. I think that they make, they had like when I was driving through the other day, you see lots of signs and it's all like threats from like you know click it or ticket or whatever but yeah, i think yeah. like i think a lot of it has to do with driving you know bail and all that type of stuff yeah. like i think there's like a huge money making out operation oh yeah when it comes yeah. to like you know uh, arresting people over weed that's why i just don't think i'll ever become legalized i don't know i mean like look if you had asked me like marijuana has been legalized in a lot of places i didn't think it would be you know, and um, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But like, the fact remains is that marijuana is only legal in like twelve states, I think. You know, and man, every—I bet you, if you maybe aside from Utah, uh, every state I think probably would, would overwhelmingly supports legalization. You know? Oh yeah. I so mean, like, it's ridiculous. I mean, you allow you you allow alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol like hard like, alcohol too, not like. You can still keep the same laws. I mean, it can still be illegal to drive and smoke weed, or I mean, there's like, a lot. Of, there's an infrastructure they have to do to, like, you know, you have to like have training now, and like, there's a lot of factors involved. But I think that there's a lot of money being made in Texas yeah. that probably to keep people getting arresting yeah. people. No, I think you're right. But there's just as much money to be made taxing marijuana, you know. So yeah. anyway, anyway, but like, you wonder about all these things. Like, how can it be that everyone I know supports this thing yet it's it, you wonder, it's like, is democracy kind of like, is it currently failing in America? You know? I, I mean, know. I think it, I think it could be just based on like all the stuff the Republicans are doing when it comes to like, uh, you know, what they did with the census and everything mm-hmm. and like a lot of seats that are going to be missing and like yeah. the way they like split up gerrymander counties and like where they'll all of a sudden shift something over or they'll split up one county into like four counties uh, at that. So they went from being strong Democrat to like weak against a Republican in four different areas now. It is weird. They've been doing that since 2021. 
I look at like, like if you look at Texas as an example, gerrymandering is a problem. The representation is, a, there's a lot of problems with all that, but like Texas still votes Republican. Like a good way to look at that is like the statewide offices. A Republican will generally beat a Democrat at governor. Yeah. It won't always be that way, you know, but like now that's how it is. Yeah. So like some of that's, I don't know, like a lot of Texas's problems aren't necessarily a democracy problem. They're a fucking idiot Texans problem, you know? Um, But like some places have literally a democracy problem. Like when the people vote for one thing and the government's like, you can't have it. Like that, that's a democracy problem. Yeah. No, that's, if the people voted for it as a law, I mean, unless they asked, I don't know, every, every citizen gets a bomb or something. Yeah, I mean, but even then, like, uh, theoretically, that that's a democracy, a democracy is like, if we all voted, like, you know, um, I'm going to pass a citizen's law that says, like, I want to launch Jimmy to the moon, you know, like, technically, at the end of the year, if we all voted for it, Jimmy, like, you got to go, bro. I mean, that's, I'm just sorry, that's we voted for it. Uh, I mean, I know there are constitutional questions with that and everything, but like, I don't know. It is. It's pretty scary, you know. I mean, we both have young kids, and you wonder like what the country's going to look like when they're our age. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a weird. Uh... Tell my kid to buy like stock in Rondo. The question to parents thirty years ago. Yeah, true. Um, I feel like though. I don't know. I feel like with the technology boom and everything, like when it comes to like social media and those type of stuff, I think there will be a drastic change this time, 30 years from now. Like, I don't think we'll be flying cars or anything like that, but I think like how certain businesses conduct and schools mm-hmm. conduct, it's going to be very different. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> this what? Is a grim note to end on. Yeah. Well, you also have this wonderful storm. I will, though, I was going to say something about Grogu. Oh, what? I totally forgot. So he I'm was so adorable. This whole episode is. Oh, he's just super cute. Watching yeah. him like do little flips and. Yep. Then when he did his little jump. Like I said, I'm not going to take him seriously as a Jedi if he keeps wearing that adorable potato sack no. with the uh, cozy sleeves and, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Collar. Yeah. Like his little cuffs and his collar. They look super cozy. You think he'd have a new outfit, but then again, Luke's wearing the same fucking outfit from five True. years ago, too. So. Yeah. True. <laughs> it, it start, uh, galaxy far far away you know, I was going to say uh, something about the smell because people don't change their clothes oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright well you know what let's uh, stay try to stay warm if you're yeah. in this area I think the storm kind of like I don't think this is like the one that where kind of came down this one came like from the west and just yeah. is traveling here so Hopefully it doesn't last long and nobody has a miserable experience like last time. Agreed. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that. Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, Please like, comment, share. And if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you and have a great day.